So the first thing I'm going to say is that as a homepage, there's no content. Like there's your picture, but I, I still have no idea who you are. I still have no idea what your music sound like. Mm. Like I need to, like I, I on a homepage, <laughs> I like to see, I like to see uh, either a video or a big play button where you can. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a tour of the website first. You got videos. Okay, so it's a drop down. Kind of drop down are there, architecture. Are those coming from YouTube? Those videos, like, can I grab it and embed it from there? What happened? Right. Where are the tour dates pulling in from? Yeah. Artist share. Or artist data. Artist, artist data. data. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's and what happens when I when I click here on <laughs> booking? <laughs> That's the old one. I'm gonna be honest. I kind of like the old one better <laughs> than the new one, I, and I'll tell you why. Like, this is nice and mi minimalist. I find this, um, but like I'd like to see Wesley Morgan and, and like either a one-liner about you as an artist, yeah. who you are, like a, you know, the very short version of your bio or your pitch or call it whatever you want, and or a song, like something that I can it's instantly like sample. Yeah, yeah, definitely a player. Or if you're like, it depends where you're at, but like one main call to action, because right now you kind of give me this menu. <laughs> But I'm, I don't know if you're, are you trying to build your mailing <laughs> list or trying to get me to buy the new record or trying to get me to check out the new tour dates? I know, what do what do you guys think? Yeah, I've seen this a lot since the late 90s, frankly. When you're making your website as an artist, artists, we tend to think in terms of the packaging, right? So that there needs to be an upfront page, just like there's an album cover. And then you open up the record album and the, it's magic, you know, you open up whatever the physical product is. But a website is completely different. So you're, you've, with the new site, you've done what I see a lot and what I'm sure these guys see a lot too, which is you've made a very nice cover page mm. without any information on it. And the internet is such that a person is going to leave as quickly as they got there. They're just going to leave. So they need the information quickly. It's you, you, you both want them to not leave and kind of spend a lot of time on your website because that's, that's how they're eventually going <laughs> to do what you want them to do. And you want them to come back. You want them to have, like, have a good experience so that they'll remember to come back and check you out when they, you know, does he have any new tour dates? Is there, or, you know, you see something, some, your fans going to see something, you posted something on Facebook or a funny tweet or whatever. It's like, oh, I want, going to go back and check out the website, see if there's anything new. And, and this is very static, you know? This is never going to change. You're always going to have that, that homepage when someone goes to the WesleyMorgan.com, whereas you're in, in your own design, I'm assuming that was changing all the time, right? New tracks, um, YouTube video, uh, new video, new videos. So, yeah, so it's kind of a lost opportunity because if I'm already a fan, I've seen this. I know it looks good. Now I want, I want to have the good stuff. Like I want to read personal content. I want to check out new music, and that's why yeah, I like to see something that's more dynamic. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I like the other one better. I almost want. Can we look at the old one and? Are you going to use, tell, okay. be honest, are you going to go revert to the old site? <laughs> sure, it's, uh, it's a little busy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like a blog, maybe, your old website, but it's very interesting. But for me on the um, homepage, but I, I, need, I need maybe, you know, mini SoundCloud player, you know, for only one track. 
I at mean, least, it's not far. You just least. need to click here and you get it, right? But, uh, but even yeah. that... But you have to click. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you have to click. You have to click. It's not... There's no cover page. Yeah, exactly. There's no album cover. At least that's how I like to talk about it. Correct. I, I at least only that. for music or... But, yeah. But, yeah. That, that, that would fix it in part, I think. But, but mostly... Yeah, come... <laughs> Come, come on, come, come on sit in. down. You brave the rain. <laughs> yeah, I got it. So uh, what I was saying is that it's fun to get on a homepage and instantly get the next few tour dates, the latest video, the latest news. You know, so at one glance I know what's going on, and then if I want to have more news, I can click on news and dig dig in deeper. If I want to see more videos, so. So, like, right now, the only main call to actions that you have is for me to go check out your Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and YouTube, which are all taking me away from your site. So if you might have, you know, you, in videos, you might have a shiny new video that you just made last week that you want everyone to see. Or it might be they're all in two years old, two-year-old videos, but there's no way for me to tell from, from just a homepage. I have to get in there, and I, like, you have nothing that kind of explains what the video is. I probably get more information if I go to YouTube. But again, you you've met me like I I didn't know if that I didn't know that was a Bruce Springsteen cover, which is really cool. I agree with right. everything you just said. All right. Let's look at uh, Picture's good. I like Let's look at yours. <laughs> if you have more than one call to action, I think you you have to ask yourself what what's your focus right now? Like, if you have a new album out, it's probably for people to buy it or download it, right? So that's going to be your main call to action. You might be at the same time trying to build your mailing list. So your, uh, your secondary call to action is going to be uh, sign up for my mailing list. Uh, you probably also want people to check out the new tour dates. But that's the third call to action. Like, when you get three main call to actions, you're trying to dilute. So think you're starting to dilute kind of your value proposition on your website. So think... Like every visitor that comes to my website, what's the main one, maybe two things I want to make sure that they do? And that's going to be the, the call to action you put up there. And that could change. That could be a call. You can have one that's going to be different from the one you have next week. But I don't know if I'm answering your question. But right now, I don't know if having me follow you on Twitter is necessarily something that's your priority. And, uh, you know, having me check you out on YouTube or SoundCloud, like those two are probably useless because you have your videos here and your SoundCloud tracks here. So by having those two kind of mini call to actions, you're going to make me leave your website and go on someone else's website. Check out your music, but from there I'm probably going to check out you know some cat video or something. Yeah, the your website's your store, right? So uh, it's your store, it's your house, it's your museum, it's your art gallery. Uh, once people come in, like if if you make them leave, make sure it's for a really good reason. You can you can set it so that it opens up a new tab, so that you're not when they when the link is clicked to leave the website, it opens up in a new tab no. so that a visitor can go backwards and always go. Yeah, I don't see I don't see any um, mailing list sign up. Are you building a mailing list right now? Or you're just building a Facebook following and Twitter. Okay, it's, okay. A, it's part of the old design, I'm assuming. Because that's a call to action right there when there is none other. And Sign up yeah. for the email list. And, 
And I would get That's them awesome. to sign up for the mailing list even before they, they sign up for, yeah. they like you on Facebook or follow you on Twitter. Guiding Star Agency. <laughs> okay, awesome. Do you want us to look at the Espanol version or English version? We can do either. <laughs> it's going to be easier in English, I think, for... We can yeah. both do French if yeah, you want. Yeah, French, uh, if you yeah. want. But <laughs> 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 All right, thanks. You can stay for now. <laughs> We're not going to kick you out, but Flash is... Uh, a lot wicks are moving. A lot of the designs are moving to HTML5. There are some, uh, and there are some limitations to, I, I, I don't want to talk against, they're kind of a competitors to what we do, so I don't, I, like there are many reasons why I can tell you not to use them. But you can do a really good website on, on their platform. First impressions? I'm looking at, so it won't work on my phone? At all. That you have it. to I maintain right that you have to maintain separately. That's that's the thing yeah. that's the thing with Wix is that they like the underlying architecture doesn't know what you're inputting. It's just blocks of content. So they right. don't know that your news section is actually news. So they can't just make a mobile website that's gonna automatically <laughs> import your news. Because right. for Wix that's just text, you know what I mean? That's that's the main um, main gripe that people have against Wix. So I like to ask this whenever I see a website that's done in black. Um, there's a lot of research around um, as, as people age and get into their older lives, it's actually harder to read a, a white type on black. And so I'm wondering who your audience is or who's, who, who are you bringing into uh, to the site? Especially since your fonts are very small. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, uh, basically what I'm saying is it's a little hard to read. Yeah. I'm not that old. <laughs> the blue and the contrast between the white and the blues makes makes it even harder. So right now, I see as a, as your main call action the mailing list sign up. Is that really what you want people to? Uh, most people to do. Okay. But do you send email or newsletter? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On a monthly basis or weekly? Okay. And y you ask the, the country on the uh, email sign-up, so do you target the newsletter? Okay. Well, we're starting to actually have an audience. That's pretty yeah. cool. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> you got instructed. <laughs> um, Did you get paid? I, I, what are the limitations of HTML5 that are too limiting for what you want to do? You've you've done you've done a good job with uh, with the tool like the, the except for the fact that it's flash the the design is simple I would increase the font sizes on pretty much everything I would even increase your header image a little bit uh, the menu font yeah, size the, should the be menu, bigger yeah. um, everything should be a little bit bigger but I like I like I like a simple design like that like big header image a simple uh, horizontal menu. And then you know latest news. Uh, in terms of content, it, it's kind of weird that you have a news item in February, and then I have to go back in June. I'm like, is that guy that busy? Or like, you want to make sure you're updating often if if that's going to be what people see first. But again, that's that's Wix. Like the way Wix, their their websites are really slick, but everything's is contained box. So you're gonna end up with a lot of these sliders when you when people want to scroll down, scroll up and down. Sure. Yeah, I see a like a secondary navigation like this. I'm not. I don't know about you. I'm not a big fan of this because it's uh, 
some people are going to miss this. There's a narrow here and then a back button here. I'm not, like, it's, it's kind of confusing. I think the guiding star here <laughs> is a function. Is what exactly do you want this page to result in? You want your artists to get booked. So I, I think that the priority is to make it as easy as possible for the 18-year-old or sometimes 16-year-old or you know, 52-year-old booking agent to book the artist. And so I would focus on keeping this site as simple as possible. Maybe you don't need top stories. Maybe it's just latest tours, latest shows, latest gigs. The, the audience you want are booking agents, sorry. And links. And links, and links right. Yeah. Links. Yeah. And links. And then second focus would be making sure it works mobily, on mobile device, because those yeah. who book shows are running around, even if they're just a 16-year-old, they're still running around with mobile devices more than they are in front of the laptop. That's usually like two hours before or after the show, the show actually happens. So... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's actually what I recommend. Like, I, I usually recommend people have a simple website that looks good in a web, web browser, but also looks good on a mobile browser. The next step after that is having sites that, are, um, that use responsive design, where basically it's the same content, but if someone accesses the website with an iPhone, it's going gonna, it's gonna to format differently. Where, and if people, someone, uh, if someone's using a tablet, then it's going to format for the tablet. It knows. That, that can work. I mean, usually not. I've, I haven't seen that many good music or artist websites that have done that well, just because most of the time when, when it kind of reformats for mobile, it strips out, out of the, um, all the artwork and all the good stuff. Like if you're a blogger, that might work, or if you're a newspaper where people are just coming to read, but since you're probably gonna, um, you probably wanna also um, get your brand across through your website, you have to be careful what you use. Like, responsive design. So in our case, we're, like, we're building some responsive design uh, elements in our new system, but we're trying to make sure that it also imports the look and feel of the website. It it depends. the the thing with The thing with a band's website is that you're not sure what people are coming to do, right? Again, if you go to a newspaper's website, you're probably going to read the latest news and see, you know, the the latest sports scores or whatever. So, it, in that case, you know that you can remove certain sections. For an artist, it's harder because some people might be coming to get the bio because they're a blogger and they want to copy and paste it somewhere. Some people might be coming to buy something from the store. Some people might be coming to check out the tour dates. So if pictures, you're- Pictures, pictures too for fun. Yeah, watching, <laughs> like looking at pictures. So uh, like when you do a mobile website for an artist, I w wouldn't necessarily remove any of the sections, but you might uh, redo the layout so the navigation is easier. And then like going from section to section is, uh, is mu much quicker. And you also want to test out and make sure that uh, every music player, every music, every video player works on mobile devices. And if you're selling either downloads from um, from your website or CDs or merch, you have to make sure that that's also uh, that's also working on mobile. Anyone else? We had vandalism. I'm a bit familiar with vandalism. It's Phil, right? <laughs> And you're, yeah, the, what's the quick pitch for vandalism? 
social network for some musicians to connect between them, right? Is it supposed to be fan facing? It's just the musicians between themselves? It's for musicians, <laughs> it's for the artists. See, I'm a member. So there's a lot of scrolling out. involved. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, so okay, so what? But what are we scroll scrolling through? What are these images? If I click the image, where does it go? It's, a it's kind of a micro profile for. So that's one of his YouTube videos. There's a quick bio. He seems like a super nice guy. What determines the layout of the of the uh, all of those bios that were on the front page? All right. Well, that's my first question: is how are how are you deciding what, what's highlighted and what order it's in? Yeah, that's, I, I, personally, I think that's pretty cool. Like, I, I, the thing is, I, here are things I like. Like, uh, fanalism is for musicians. Use fanalism to show your performances and meet other musicians. Like, that makes, for someone that's coming to the website the first time, first time ever, that makes it super clear. I'm not sure how, like, I instantly understand what it's about. And, uh, and then, like, what might me, like, the, I don't know, I guess I'm, I remember signing up for it a while ago, so I, yeah. So I'm not sure what the onboarding process is, uh, what hoops you made me go through. Like I'm, I'm assuming it explains more of the what you're actually going to be building, and what what the profile is going to look like. But then, so uh, so now I'm looking at it as a user coming back, maybe after like after a day or after two weeks, and um, and and. I think it's good because you're what you're trying to show. Like if 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 from my profile you knew that I'm um, let's say a, uh, a reggae musician, would I would I mostly be seeing reggae videos or? I'm not really a reggae artist. I just made that up. <laughs> Classic rock drummers. Yeah, that's nice. I think what's happening is we, as far as critiquing the site and not not quizzing you on what on what vandalism is. As far as the site goes, it's very simple, and it falls within the lines of what we've been talking about with the others yeah. who came in here, which is, you know, the obvious keeping keep it simple. Um, I want to want to click on something. You know, my time is precious online, and so something that I'm not really I'm not like I'm not a big fan reason. of. And and a lot of bands actually do that, especially bands that that build their websites using uh, either WordPress or a blogging platform, where they end up with a homepage that is they basically their blog, and you can scroll forever before. Like yours is uh, kind of a mix of that because if I scroll, I'm assuming if uh, it's infinite scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. At least you have this. Uh, you have this section here. Like usually, when people go to a company's website, they or a network's website, they ex they expect to see um, a footer where there's got to be more information about the company, where they can like, what is this? With a so that can be a little uh, a little messy in your case. And I'm not sure you need infinite scrolling. Like, how many videos do you expect me to look at? So maybe that's something, depending on what your goals are. Like it, this is obviously not the typical artist website. It's a, you're trying to build a network. You're, I'm assuming you're, like what you're, what you're gonna measure your success on is connections and, and more people comment and like each other's videos and things like that. Um, so you're trying to drive, yeah, you're trying, to, you're trying to drive discovery, I'm assuming, between artists. Well, if you get thousands of uploads, that's probably not even feasible. Yeah. A, a search bar. Yeah. 
would be yeah. more effective. If you think that's a, if you think that's a big part of the functionality of the network, it should be more obvious. I would think instruments, yeah. the, the, the search, what you have there, but you know, instruments, genre, it's musicians finding musicians, right? Location. We're going to jump to the next, uh, next website. Yeah, we have 15 minutes left. Just this one, the American Musical Heritage Foundation, preserving the recordings of the past for the, f for the people of the future. That's pretty cool. So that's one, whose website is this? So, 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 so the explanation is, have to have the splash page, no way around it. So as far as splash pages go, given that you have the art assets that you have, that you have to use, and something that's out of your control completely, which I fully understand, is that it's hard to read the logo. I'll just put, it's very small type. Do you want us to give you arguments against splash pages so you can, you can, you can convince him that he What's needs wrong? to remove it? I didn't know. Well, there's no indication of like click here. Like so a lot of splash pages, even though we all know that that they're frustrating and pointless is uh, there's always a, a prompt then to click to go forward. Like, hey, you're on a splash page, click to move forward. But on this particular splash page, there's no indication to click anywhere. And yeah, so that nothing. could be a good argument for and something to and add the image, something. The like. image is so big that I need to scroll to see all of it. Like, I wouldn't try to make it a little smaller. And, and honestly, a splash page, Typically, because just cause for everyone here, I think a splash page can work if you're working on something very, uh, very uh, time sensitive. Like for example, if you're if you're a band doing a Kickstarter campaign, <laughs> then it's fine to have a splash page where people can watch the video and follow a link to go pledge on your campaign. Um, but after the campaign is over, you remove it and you send people back to the homepage because. What you want to have is return visitors, right? And return visitors, they've seen the splash page. They al they're always going to come back and see this thing and have to click one more time, which is annoying. So either they won't come back or they'll come back and be annoyed and you've just wasted a click. The, you have a comment? I, I don't like yeah. anything that pops up that, uh, no. sort of, so I think it, I, just to, it's what we talked about earlier, which is, that a, a common mistake is to treat the website as if it's an album or yeah. a packaged item. And there is no cover. There's no album cover on a, on a website. There's no need. There's no need for a front cover, which we're used to in art so See the, often. This no front cover of the book. This woman here, right now she's doing a pledge music campaign. And what she did, instead of having a splash base, is she made her header image much bigger and had her main call to action right in the image. So the site is still all there. The video's there, I can... Hmm? Uh, I think she changes the header. Let me check real quick. Yeah, yeah, because right now that's her main thing. The other thing with uh, splash pages is that it, it's not super good for your SEO, search engine optimization, just because Google gives a lot more weight to whatever's on, like if, if, I, time, if I type your .com, Whatever's on your home page when I get to that gets more weight than what's in the different sections. So it, it's not helping your SEO. Yeah, because there's no text. Let's see the yeah. contact page. The Al Jolson video, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're like breadcrumbs. At the, at the bottom. Yeah. That's, that's obviously a very content-heavy website. Not so 
in that case, like having a really clear menu is extremely important. And I think, I think you, um, I think you did a good job there. There's a lot of text, obviously. I'm not sure if there are ways to kind of lighten up the website depending on what you, because uh, people won't be reading this and then this column. I'm not sure you need to have that much stuff in your uh, kind of in your sidebar here. And that's a sidebar that stays the same wherever I go, right? Yeah, I'm not sure it's bringing, it's giving you, you're losing a lot of real estate by having a sidebar. And I'm not sure you're actually getting a lot of value from it. This is WordPress, right? Yeah. yeah. So it works, again, I'm always going to ask, it works, you're using the WordPress mobile plugin? It depends what your goal is with a sidebar. Like uh, if, if like right now you have a donate uh, call to action, which is kind of hidden under this, uh, this is kind of the about us uh, section, which people can read once. So either like this, I would move to strictly the homepage or its own kind of about us section or about me or where people can read that and then, and then remove it. Does the about have the same? Yeah. Oh, yep, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I feel like side, sidebars are might be a, something that really works well for sites that are running ads. And so it just sort of somehow became part of the standard layout of a website, when in reality, we don't really need the sidebar unless we're placing ads on our sites. Yeah, and people tune it out just for exactly that reason. People are used to, are used to seeing ads in those columns, so they tune it out. They won't even watch it. They won't even click on it or it should see be a menu, right? So it's either the menu. menu's either up top or vertical. I and I like I prefer horizontal menus for the same reason. Usually vertical menus are on the are on the sidebar. So a lot of people won't even like the the natural instinct is if I wanna go to another section to scroll back up and go back in the menu. Mm -hmm. When you have the menu somewhere along the sides, it's not as effective. I just I need more information about uh I don't find I don't find all information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you you have to work on the menu, because I don't really understand uh, the what you're is, doing um, yeah. exactly. I mean, between home and uh, about and contact and everything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Between menu and, and frame and everything. <laughs> it's a, it's a, um, it's actually. It, you're it's I a have a feeling a website because I, I had these ready that we didn't use. But um, when we when we look at a website, we look at the website's design, the organization of the site, and the content in the site. Um, that's fine. But you also have to look at who the audience is. So uh, your site needs to work for first time visitors who are not familiar at all with what you, what you guys do. Uh, it needs to work for your return visitors, fans that you have, people that are interested into uh, getting more content. And I have a feeling your site works really well for those people, but not so much for the for the first category. And then it needs to work for industry and media people who are coming for something very specific. They need your bio, they need tour dates, they want to listen to a track, they want to embed a YouTube video, etc. And news. And news. And news, yeah. yeah. So your site, I have a feeling, works really well for the people that are coming often and want to read yeah. more and want to dig deep into the, the women's room and go read what's written there and check out some videos. <laughs> That's I, I'm excellent. The audience for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this, is, this is amazing. <laughs> but if I'm a first time visitor and I'm not familiar, I'm far from being a donator yet. 
and I'm not familiar with what you guys do, it's it's to Virginia's yeah. point, it's very confusing. You have to convince me. Yeah. And <laughs> again, so yeah, I need to understand to your website. Yeah. I would say more more information. Yeah. Before, like your landing page. Before asking for money in yeah. any situation. Which is interesting if you want to place ads in the sidebar, which we're, I think we're going to get to in a second here. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about how it looks when you're putting in a new page and that sidebar is automatically there and it, you have to drop down to get to the right. Or you can have, like, look at this site here that has, it's not really a sidebar, it's a two-column layout with one of the columns being narrower. That means that uh, some of the features are, are kind of pushed into that narrower column. But then if you go to different pages, you're not stuck with that sidebar that reappears on every page, on each page. It's taking a while to load. You see what I mean? Yeah, that's nice. Like on your on your on your website, the sidebar is always there, always taking prime real estate. Mm. Yeah. I could show you some more examples, but uh. <laughs> let's do a digital yeah, let's do a digital music news. Paul. Where's Paul? Hey, man. Hello, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you have ten minutes of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I've been a visitor to the site for since its inception almost. So yeah, me too. I've watched it grow and grow. And change. <laughs> this is, so, so uh, first, first thing, does anyone ever use the search bar? Because I'm asking that because I see a lot of band sites that have a search bar. Usually it's because it, it comes with a WordPress theme or whatever they're using. Do people actually use it? Are they coming from the newsletter or RSS feed? Or I'm asking yeah, that, and it's also important for bands and artists. Like, look at your Google Analytics, like, figure out where your traffic is coming from and where uh, they actually go on the website. I'll tell you, Paul. Yeah. Go sometimes, for it, <laughs> sometimes when I visit, the, so I do, I do subscribe. I'm a subscriber also, so I get the newsletter in the morning, and sometimes I just make a conscious decision if I'm going to go look at the email or go to the site. And so when I've gone to the site, I haven't always, and I know it's right there been able to figure out where the top news is. And then I haven't always been able to, it takes me a second to figure out why certain news is placed yeah. in certain areas. Um, okay. I'm, I have, I'm part of the small percentage that has used the search bar because I'll hear about an article or see something on whatever, fa list. Be like, oh, I gotta look that up. I use the, the search Tune bar. Core. So I go to the site <laughs> to specifically look for articles quite often. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, that's how I interact with the site as an industry uh, person going there for news. I know that there's a main story right there. Google wants credit card companies to clamp down. But it's not clear to me what this these are compared to these are. Like, are these the latest and these the most commented? Hottest or the, versus the hottest yeah. stuff. Like, I, I'm not clear. Because a lot of stories stay hot for for quite some time. And I notice sometimes they go through a, a cycle where it's hot for like, I don't know, sometimes two weeks and then, it, but um, yeah. So that's, well, that's, that's and that's how you measure okay. interest and hotness or. Because the, the top menu bar doesn't have news. Yeah. Which is the, the main reason I'm there. Mm. Unfortunately, even though it's self-explanatory because it's digitalmusicnews.com, <laughs> I, 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 you might want to play with it and see if it gets clicked and then take it away if it doesn't, but, but where it's like home, jobs, blank, news. That and that should be the, li the latest headlines. Just news, yeah. Just yeah. news. You, that Just you news. could either organize Wait. by date or by topic even. 
Because yeah. often you have like this um, this uh, Pirate Bay lawsuit thing. You've had a couple or two or three articles about that. Um, like y you have right now, you have to manually link to them, right? When when you want people to refer mm. back, like there are ways to automate that. So that's something that had Pirate Bay as um, and you've seen you've seen those, right? That the either at the at the bottom of every article is that also you might also like this, right? That's and they'll read like comments this long they're right <laughs> again that's always the idea like keep people on your website for as long as possible is there a most recent comments but i mean here on the site most recent comments yeah people who like themselves right they want to see their most recent comment show up on the front of the page most heated debate yeah. and that will be quite a reward It's mostly I you, right? I was on that. I frequently, as a frequent... Do you have other writers? Site, I want to know who... Yes, there yeah. are other writers, and I want to know who it was. We have to end, end. this here. But, uh, like... Uh, <laughs> who is the blog? Either, either three of us, for any of you guys, either three <laughs> of us would be super happy to yeah. spend more time, look at your websites. Thanks for braving the rain and coming over here. And there's more... Uh, there's three more sessions, right? I think Phil from Vandalism, Mike from from Tech Dirt, <laughs> and uh, someone from Even Bright, I think, as well. Last question, you have. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm actually running to Future of DJ panel. <laughs>